Sometimes the simple act of sitting next to someone is all you need to do in the moment. And actually, sometimes that's all we should be doing is sitting with someone in the moment in silence. Hey everyone, welcome. This is James Prim with this Crazy Beautiful Life podcast. It's definitely been a minute. I'm so excited what we're going to be doing here today. I have a special guest by the name of Ruth Frost. She is a friend of mine and we used to go to the same church together. She is a powerful speaker and two weeks ago gave a message on loss. Uh, And I just wanted to share this with you. I was so impacted by it that I want to share this sermon she gave with you. It's 15 minutes long, so please take a listen. You may get something out of it. This is definitely a much more Christian-heavy based podcast. And for all my non-Christian listeners, thank you so much for your support, for just exploring these ideas with me and being open to listen to something that you normally wouldn't. So just a heads up, this is definitely a sermon and she's going to talk about the Christian response to loss, which has many different responses, but I think what she's offering is a beautiful way to see how Christians worldview on loss and how God views loss. And just a heads up, hey, we have some awesome podcasts coming up, four new episodes on this whole idea of media. As you know, the whole world is just going crazy with so much going on. So I want to explore this idea how we as citizens and humans interact with the media around us, whether it's social media or news media, all that stuff there and the impact it has on our daily lives, our systems, our politics, our economics and our future. So check it out. That's going to be so fun. Anyway, guys, I hope you make sure to subscribe to this podcast. We are on Apple and we're on Spotify. And I don't think I have anything else to say. Just make sure you check it out. I'll have some words at the end. Um, Just a little bit of reflection of what I've been through. Anyway, hope you guys enjoy this. Hello, my name is Ruth Frost, and James Prim invited me to his podcast and to share something that I wrote on the topic of loss. So I'm just going to jump right in. It's not going to be too long. We all know about loss. We've all experienced it. I do not even have to list out the types of loss for you to imagine just what this word can encompass. You've already lived it, and if you think you haven't, you will eventually know what it means. And that's not a threat. It's not even a dismal outlook on life. It's just part of the human experience, and loss is something that we can expect. Just like you, I've suffered great loss in life, and I've witnessed those around me experience it as well. These are just some things or just some reactions that I've seen. The first one is that loss can result in loss of purpose. We've all seen someone lose their spouse or a parent lose their child or a professional lose their job. So much of who makes a person can be in any one of these things. This paradigm shift in life can lead to questions like, what is the point? Why am I working so hard? What does anything matter? The trajectory of life takes a sharp turn for what looks like the worst, and all of a sudden, 
an existential crisis has presented itself. Loss can cause you to reject everything else in life, resulting in an even greater loss. If a building block in the foundation of your life or something so valuable can be lost, it can feel safer to reject anything else like it. I think it just goes to show how much we think things are permanent in our life when they really aren't. Loss can lead you to blindly grasp whatever or whoever is within reach to make your newfound purpose. This can be a very dangerous response. You can grasp onto a broken person and end up in a bad situation. You can grasp onto coworkers and that can result in crossing lines and boundaries. Loss you can find yourself staying in emotional turmoil and to quote Jordan Peterson, maybe you've heard of him, that a bad week can turn into a bad month, into a bad year and into a bad decade. And then who knows what it takes a good friend to say, stop, crawl your way out of the dirt hole you're in and persevere. I don't like the direction your life is going. Loss can result in worldly grief, creating more spiritual strongholds that will need to be overcome later on in life. Things like addiction to drugs, alcoholism, fornication, adultery, all of which results in demonic soul ties with people God never wanted you to bond with in the, in the first place and all in the name of feeling good. I think one of the worst results of loss is an idleness in your spiritual walk with God that grows into anger and resentment towards him and even spiritual death. And I know this brings up the theological debate of losing salvation, but I think that we can all agree that turning away from God or putting him on the back burner is never a good idea. When I was writing this, I couldn't help but think of a fella that I met in his late 50s or early 60s, but he had told me how when he was a kid, he had a little brother who was his best friend, and they would play, and it would often turn into fighting. You know how kids are. But they were playing, and it turned into fighting one Sunday, and his little brother said, stop we're going to church today's Sunday like we're learning about God we have to stop fighting and so he did and as their family was walking to church his little brother was hit by a car and died instantly and ever since then he's never been back to church his family didn't go back to church it just was too much of a loss for them Had they not been walking to church, his little brother would not have died. That was their perspective. And as he's telling me this, I'm realizing, you know, he's a little older and he's had a whole life of putting God on the back burner because of this great loss in his life. And that's just him. That's not even his entire family. 
However, a person processes a loss, the question of why or why did God allow this is usually asked. In fact, a whole slew of questions and conclusions in emotional turmoil can often lead to feel like you've not only lost God's favor, but that you're being punished by him. And I just want to read the first part of Psalms 22, not the entire verse, not, I'm sorry, the entire chapter. But Psalms 22 is the prophetic psalm of David about Jesus' death. But I just feel like that first part is something that we all sometimes feel like when something bad is happening. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. By night, and am not silent, yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the praise of Israel, and you, our fathers, put their trust. They trusted you and were saved. And you they trusted and were not disappointed. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by men and despised by the people. All who see me mock me. They hurl insults, shaking their heads. He trusts in the Lord. Let the Lord rescue him. Let him deliver him, since he delights in him. There's almost this universal feeling of why. Why me, Lord? Why is this happening? Why did you allow this? You can't help but look back and wonder, how could have this been prevented? So what do we do when we suffer loss? I think the first thing that we can do is cry out to God. Crying out to God is asking him to lead us out of our despair. Whether you realize it or not, that is a form of worship. It is not only pleading for God to change our circumstances or ask for a reason, but it's acknowledging that God is the only one who can change the circumstances we are in or who truly knows the reason why a loss has happened. God is the final authority on if our loss is a result of sin that needs confessing or an attack from the enemy. It is often in the why where if we're not clinging to God in our grief, the bitter roots of demonic strongholds can start to grow or deepen in our lives. Demonic roots of bitterness, disappointment, anger, frustration, heaviness, despair, rejection, rebellion, self-will, disobedience, fighting, quarreling, strife, unforgiveness, retaliation, destruction, hurt, hopelessness, depression, suicide, dejection, hopelessness, gloom, restlessness. And that's not even everything. Grief is a legitimate emotion from God that he recognizes and wants us to come running to him when we've experienced a loss. We have to. Do not think that the enemy will not try to enterprise on the loss that you are enduring and either forcefully pull you away from God, encourage you to walk away completely, or blind you that you are slowly drifting away from him. Crying out to God is vital. Just as singing praises and dancing before God is worship, crumpling to the ground and crying out to him is worship as well. 
Another thing that we can do when we've suffered loss is we can ask God to change the situation. We can ask him to lead us out of our despair and reverse the situation. Why not? Psalms 30, 10 through 12. Hear, O Lord, and be merciful to me. O Lord, be my help. You turned my wailing into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy that my heart may sing to you and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will thank you forever. I will give you thanks forever. How many of the dead has God raised back to life because somebody asked? How many times has God caused a turn in battle that resulted in victory for the losing side? It's never a guarantee, but sometimes you should just ask. Asking God to make beauty out of our ashes is not wrong or even too bold. Asking him to bind up our wounds is what we are supposed to do. It's acknowledging that he is with us, that he is our healer, our rescuer, and that victory belongs to the Lord. Psalms 34:18. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those who are crushed in spirit. But what if we ask and he does not restore what is lost? We can accept what God has allowed. And man, that is tough. It almost seems impossible. We can ask him to help us to accept it. Accepting loss God has allowed is coming into agreement with his will and coming into agreement on who he says he is. Acceptance does not come fast. Grief does need to be processed. Wounds do need to be healed. When I've suffered great loss, the only thing that is godly comfort to me is that God searches men's hearts and minds, that he weighs everybody's intentions, that there is going to be an accounting that he is the author and finisher of my faith, that he is going to slay death, that he does sit on a throne of righteousness and mercy. We have to strive to think in terms of God is with me in this versus God just let it happen. John 16, 33 God even says, in this world, you will have trouble, but fear not, I have overcome the world. God is with his saints through the trials and tribulations when none of it even makes sense. We don't even have to ask God to be with us. He's just going to be there. So where can we start? Where else can we start? We can sit with each other and provide comfort. You look up Job 42.10. It's the very end of Job. It's after everyone has stated their case or argument. It's after Job interceded for his friends by prayer. They all went to his house with gifts and gave him comfort in all of his sorrows that the Lord brought upon him. It didn't matter that the Lord brought these sorrows upon him. They still went over to comfort him. 
This is where, as fellow believers, we have an opportunity to encourage each other through these trials. It's not even a matter of knowing the right words. Sometimes the simple act of sitting next to someone is all you need to do in the moment. And actually, sometimes that's all we should be doing, is sitting with someone in the moment in silence. And I just want to end with something that Ashley Wilson shared when she was talking about loss, is loss to God is different than loss to us. God sees it completely different. And I just, it hit my soul, it hit my core when she said that, because of course God is going to have kingdom thinking We just have to ask him how he sees it and how we should see it. And where it feels impossible is where we need to be asking him to help. And I know that God is compassionate enough to help us in just the worst places of loss. So I just want to encourage everybody who's listening to this that if there seems like there's an impossible moment that you're going through, through loss, to cry out to God and to ask him for his help. And that's it. Just want to thank James for letting me be on his podcast. I feel honored. How exciting. And I hope that was enjoyable. Hey, thanks, Rue, for that. That was an awesome message. Really appreciate your time doing that. Just a quick reflection for me on this whole idea of loss, and that really is the community aspect and the people in your life. You know, for the longest time, I grew up in a family that really didn't communicate the pain we were feeling. It wasn't until I was about 25 and 26 and seeing therapy that I started to learn that it's okay to open up to trusted people in your life, to have someone to explain the pain you're going through and some of the hardest moments in my life have been comforted by people just sitting there with me and just being there not advice not quick easy inspirational quotes or some random bible verse but just sitting there and letting me be allowed to suffer and reflect there's many ways to confront loss there is no perfect way right the whole six steps of grieving i'll be honest with you guys it's a bunch of nonsense but there are skills you can learn so please if you're experiencing loss there are many things there's a national suicide helpline that does more stuff than just talk about people who are on the edge of feeling like they are in their life there's so many um, other resources available if you go to a college last time they have free or um, discounted counseling a lot of counselors offices um, will do discounts if you don't have insurance just look around if you need to sign make sure to message message me i'm not going to record this is like the third time at jamesprem at gmail.com and i'll make sure to lead you um, somewhere where you can get the help you need to and i just want to say that ruth thank you so much for that um, and if anyone is feeling hopeless just know there's more to this than what you see that there's more to this than just a daily grind in life 
and that the kingdom of God, this whole idea of the gospel, not just about dying and go to heaven, actually offers an upside-down way of thinking. And if you want to explore it more, I highly recommend the Bible Project. It is a great way to learn about Christian theology. And I want to end with this. Uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Guys, see you in two weeks for a brand new episode. I love you guys. Peace out.